Good evening. This is Saturday, the 15th of February, 2020. This is Caleb Oren with the Walk with God podcast. Thank you for joining me tonight. Tonight, we're going to read from Psalm 35, verses 1 through 16, Exodus chapters 39 and 40, finishing the book of Exodus, Proverbs 9, verses 11 through 12, and Mark. We're starting the book of Mark, and we're going to read from verses 1 through 28 of chapter 1. Let's start with a word of prayer first. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for your word, your holy word. Lord, please help us to listen and with hearts and ears that are open to receive your message that you have for us. Please teach us. Holy Spirit, please lead us and guide us. Please give us your understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, if you have your Bible, please open it with me to the book of Psalms, chapter uh, Psalm 35. The book of Psalms, Psalm 35, and we're going to read from verses 1 through 16. Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon him at unawares, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation." All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee, which delivers the poor from him that is too strong for him? Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into, into mine own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in mine adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers and feasts they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Here we see the behavior of David and his heart for the lost, his heart for the people, even those that were laying traps for him, laying snares for him, laying false words, false accusations against him, and he prayed for them. We, as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, should pray for those, even those, yes, that persecute us, and fulfill the command of the Lord to pray for those that even uh, speak against us falsely. Now we're going to read from the book of Exodus, chapter 39 today, and 40, and finish the book of Exodus. And of the blue and purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service to do service in the holy place, and made the holy garments for Aaron, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twined linen. And they did beat the gold into thin plates, and cut it into wires, to work it in the blue, and in the purple, and in the scarlet, and in the fine linen, with cunning work. They made shoulder pieces for it, to couple it together. By the two edges was it coupled together. 
And the curious girdle of his ephod that was upon it was of the same, according to the work thereof, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they wrought onyx stones enclosed in ouches of gold, graven as signets graven with the names of the children of Israel. And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod, that they should be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the breastplate of cunning work, like the work of the ephod of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen. It was foursquare. They made the breastplate double. A span was the length thereof, and a span the breadth thereof, being doubled. And they set it in it four rows of stones. The first row was a sardius, and a topaz, and a carbuncle. This was the first row. And the second row, an emerald, and a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third row, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. The fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in ouches of gold in their enclosings. And the stones were according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one with his name according to the twelve tribes. And they made upon the breastplate chains at the ends of wreathen work of pure gold. And they made two ouches of gold and two gold rings, and put the two rings in the two ends of the breastplate. And they put the two wreathen chains of gold in the two rings on the ends of the breastplate. And the two ends of the two wreathen chains they fastened in the two ouches, and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. And they made two rings of gold, and put them on the two ends of the breastplate upon the border of it, which was on the side of the ephod inward. And they made two other golden rings, and put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath, toward the fore part of it, over against the other coupling thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they did bind the breastplate by his rings unto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod and that the breastplate might not be loosed from the ephod, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the robe of the ephod of woven work, all of blue. And there was a hole in the midst of the robe, as the hole of an habergeon, with a band round about the hole, that it should not rend. And they made upon the, her the hems of the robe pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet and twine linen. And they made bells of pure gold, and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe round about between the pomegranates a bell and a pomegranate a bell and a pomegranate round about the hem of the robe to minister in as the lord commanded moses and they made coats of fine linen of woven work for aaron and for his sons and a mitre of fine linen and goodly bonnets of fine linen and linen breeches of fine twine linen and a girdle of fine twine linen, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, of needlework, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, and wrote upon it in a writing, like to the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And they tied unto it a lace of blue, to fasten it on high upon the mitre, as the Lord commanded Moses. Thus was all the work of the tabernacle, of the tent of the congregation, finished. And the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So did they. And they brought the tabernacle unto Moses, the tent, and all his furniture, his tashes, his boards, his bars, and his pillars, and his sockets, and the covering of ram skins dyed red, and the coverings of badger skins, and the veil of the covering, the ark of the testimony, and the staves thereof, and the mercy seat, the table, and all the vessels thereof, and the showbread, 
the pure candlestick, with the lamps thereof, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all the vessels thereof, and the oil for light, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the tabernacle door, the brazen altar, and his grate of brass, his staves, and all his vessels, the laver, and his foot, the hangings of the court, his pillars, and his sockets, the hangings for the court gate, his cords, and his pins, and all the vessels of the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of the congregation, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest and his son's garments to minister in the priest's office. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel made all the work. And Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded, even so have they done it. And Moses blessed them. Chapter 40 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, shalt thou set up the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and thou shalt put therein the ark of the testimony, and cover the ark with the veil, and thou shalt bring in the table, and set in order the things that are to be set in order upon it, and thou shalt bring in the candlestick, and the light the lamps thereof, and thou shalt set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of the testimony, and put the hanging of the door to the tabernacle. And thou shalt set the altar of the burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and thou shalt set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar, and shalt put water therein. And thou shalt set up the court round about, and hang up the hanging at the court gate. And thou shalt take the anointing oil, and anoint the tabernacle, and all that is therein, and shalt hallow it, and all the vessels thereof, and it shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint the altar of the burnt offering, and all his vessels, and sanctify the altar, and it shall be an altar most holy. And thou shalt anoint the labor and his foot, and sanctify it. And thou shalt bring Aaron and his sons unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and wash them with water. And thou shalt put upon Aaron the holy garments, and anoint him, and sanctify him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt bring his sons, and clothe them with coats, and thou shalt anoint them, as thou didst anoint their father, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. For their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Thus did Moses, according to all that the Lord commanded him, so did he. And it came to pass in the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was reared up. And Moses reared up the tabernacle, and fastened his sockets, and set up the boards thereof, and put in the bars thereof, and reared up his, his pillars. And he spread abroad the tent over the tabernacle, and put the covering of the tent above upon it, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he took and put the testimony into the ark, and set the staves on the ark, and put the mercy seat above upon the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle, and set up the veil of the covering, and covered the ark of the testimony, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the table in the tent of the congregation, upon the side of the tabernacle northward, without the veil. And he set up, and he set the bread in order upon it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he put the candlestick in the tent of the congregation, over against the table on the side of the tabernacle southward. And he lighted the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the golden altar in the tent of the congregation before the veil. And he put sweet burnt, and he burnt sweet incense thereon, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set up the hanging at the door of the tabernacle. And he put 
the altar of burnt offering by the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation and offered upon it the burnt offering and the meat offering as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set the laver between the tent of the congregation and the altar and put water there to wash the all. And Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and their feet thereat. When they went into the tent of the congregation and when they came near unto the altar, they washed as the Lord commanded Moses. And he reared up the court round about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was on it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. And that is the end of the book of Exodus. We see that Moses faithfully instructed and showed how all of this was to be uh, done and reared up and set up and he explained it to um, those who were faithfully working to create these these uh, instruments of the tabernacle to Bezaliel and to Aholiab to make all these instruments and these furnitures and these borders and these gates and these hangings of tapestries hangings of um, uh, of all the the fine twined and um, and wrought needlework and and cloth and and things that were hanging and uh, all these fences and and all the badger skins and all the the ram skins dyed red, which the badger skins represented the flesh of the covering of the Lord Jesus Christ and how He would come to earth in flesh and the the red skin ram skins dyed red represented the blood of Jesus Christ that was the the that would be shed for the remission of sins and the covering of sins and the holy uh, the colors represented the holiness of God and the sacrifice of God and the purity of God and the separation of God and the goodness of God and we see all these things were set up and made and established and then the cloud of the Lord and the glory of the Lord comes and fills all of the tabernacle so that not even Moses could enter into it. And the cloud abode thereon and stayed there. And the cloud stayed there when they were to stay where they were at. And then it rose up when they were to journey on. And so stayed with them throughout all of their journeys until they came to the land of Israel. Now we're going to, going to turn to the book of Proverbs today, chapter 9. We're going to read verses 11 and 12. And verse 11 says, For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou scornest, thou alone shalt bear it. Wisdom is talking understanding the wisdom and understanding of the Lord and the knowledge of the holy which is understanding is speaking and saying for by me by wisdom knowledge understanding thy days shall be multiplied and the years of thy life shall be increased those that take 
the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, the holiness of the Lord and understand him and apply it to their lives and are instructed and are increased in learning and the learning of God and the learning of his holiness and of his word and that apply it to their lives. By that, by his wisdom, is the increase of days multiplied and years of life shall be increased. If thou be wise, that shall be wise for thyself. It shall have a direct uh, good benefit and consequence, good consequences to your life. But if thou scornest, if thou scornest wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, if thou rebukest it, if thou reject it and ignore it and go and live according to thine own heart and the lust thereof, thou alone shall bear it. The consequences of life that is rejecting wisdom and knowledge and understanding is will be reaping the consequences of those choices. Now we're going to turn to the book of Mark today. We're going to start the book of the gospel according to St. Mark. And chapter 1 says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness, and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair, and with a girdle of a skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened, and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven, saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And there he, and he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Now as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in their ship with the hired servants and went after him. And they came into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? 
I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him, and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. And they were all amazed, insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. And immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. In this beginning of the Gospel of Mark, we see that Jesus comes to John the Baptist. John the Baptist was out in the wilderness, outside of, of Judea and Jerusalem. And all of Judea and all of Jerusalem came to Jordan, confessing their sins, and were baptized with John. What was John preaching? John was preaching that for them to repent and uh, preaching the baptism of repentance. That repentance and the baptism of repentance was usually a, a Gentile thing that they uh, the Gentiles would use to be cleansed and show the, the cleansing of their, their bodies and their, their flesh and of their life to come into Judaism. But now John is saying that this, this baptism, this cleansing, and this symbol of the cleansing of your sins uh, is fit for the confession of your sins, for the confession of your sinful nature and your lack of ability to save yourself. And you should come and uh, be baptized to prove and show that your sins have been remitted as you've trusted in the Lord God to save you and not trusting any longer in your works or in your own righteousness to save you. And he says, I am indeed baptized you with water, but he, the one who's mightier than I, who I'm not worthy to unleash his shoes, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost, prophesying of the coming of the Holy Ghost later after Jesus was resurrected. And straightway, as Jesus was baptized, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit comes down as a dove upon him, and God the Father speaks from heaven, speaks from the clouds. And see, here we see the evidence of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, the Son, coming up out of the water after he submitting to the baptism and to the will of God, the Holy Spirit being present there with the Son, and then the Father speaking from heaven, and all three being visibly seen and evidenced there. We also see that Jesus uh, here in verse 13 is evidence of him going into the wilderness and for 40 days and fasting and being tempted with Satan, then coming into the uh, the region of Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. So repent, turn from your sins. Repent, turn from your beliefs that are different than God. Turn from idols, turn from idolatry, turn from your wicked ways, turn from your works-based salvation, turn from your righteousness that you believe that you have as Jews, as those born into the nation and born into the heritage of Abraham and turn and repent and turn to me and believe the gospel, the gospel that the Messiah has come to you. The Messiah has paid the price for your sins. The Messiah 
is come to save your souls. Believe on the Messiah to be saved. And then to prove this, Jesus goes into the, the synagogues and a, an evil spirit cries out from inside of, of a man that a man with an in, unclean spirit cries out saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? Now the demons know that, and the unclean spirits know that Jesus will cast them into the lake of fire, will cast them into hell for eternity at some point to destroy them. I know who thee who thou art, says the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, hold thy peace and come out of him. And people are astonished that the unclean spirits obey him because they are afraid of him, because they know that he is God. They must obey him because a single command from him is a direct command and a direct force of power that must be obeyed. It cannot, it physically cannot, it spiritually cannot, it by the very forces of nature cannot be disobeyed. Here we have the uh, first half of the very first chapter of the book of Mark. It's been an amazing pleasure to read this and to begin this next study with you. I hope this been a, has been a blessing to you. If you have any questions about today's reading, if you have any prayer requests, please send those to wwgcaleb at gmail.com. And that's wwgcaleb at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to look for those. And I look forward to tomorrow's episode of the next Walk with God podcast, where we begin to... Uh, dive into the book of Mark and begin to uh, read and study also the book of Leviticus. Thank you for listening today, and God be with you. I'll see you tomorrow for the next Walk with God podcast.